Welcome to Suds and Cinema. This is uh, episode number four. Four. Yeah. My name's Kyle. I'm Jacob. Josh. And uh, today we're going to be talking about The Gentleman, new Guy Ritchie movie. Also, a couple other things we've been watching. Might be a shorter episode, but that's okay. It's like 11 o'clock right now. On a Sunday. <laughs> yeah. It is 11 o'clock on a Sunday. Um, let's get into it then. Got a, got a beer here. Josh, you want to introduce the beer? You want me to? Okay, yeah. This is a Tasty IPA, brought to you by 21st Amendment Brewing. Where are they from? They are out of, what do we... What San, Francisco. San Francisco. San Francisco, California. California. Yeah. Yep. Um, we're looking at uh, 6.8 alcohol by volume and 70 IBUs. Fun little fact, most uh, IPAs are one-to-one, IBUs to abv so usually 6.8 would be 68 ibus and what style Definitely. is this is this just an it's american a standard american IPA. ipa okay so expect lots of happiness and it is a seasonal release this is a seasonal release then. so this will be a pretty unique one hopefully ready get a good get a good one boys oh yeah beautiful <clears throat> Yum. Yep. Yummy. I like that seasonal. That means yep. that you know it's fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's everything you I would expect out of like West a West Coast IPA. Resin. Wet hopped. Is it wet hopped? Oh, I don't. They're just a seasonal. It could possibly. It tastes like um, it. standard West Coast. Exactly what I would expect. Piney yeah. resin, mm. resin notes. It's probably. I would assume it's probably a burnt orange. If I just judging by the taste. Really? Yeah. See. What we haven't discussed yet is Joshua here has actual brewer knowledge and has brewed his own beer Yeah, that you can find on Untapped. <laughs> it I rated on untapped. it five out of five. It was a, it was a high rated, actually. One of the highest in, at the brewery. So, hmm. Well, yep. That's what, that's what we're for is the uh, good, <laughs> great, amazing... And then Josh will give you the, the actual breakdown. <laughs> yeah. It's like, my palate is not... As we yeah. find, yeah. Well, especially when it comes to beer, it's like, I mean, it's it's not, you know, I mean, careful with your words. How are you going to SRMs? How are you gonna, <laughs> well, okay, yeah, we love tried a lot of beers and you know can tell basically between good and bad. But as far as picking up notes of notes, pine yeah. and you know that's okay. how that's how I feel with whiskey. I always want to like try and get into something like that too, and I'm like, yeah. I can I know if it's like terrible. Like right. a Canadian mist or some shit like that. <laughs> but I also know, like, if it's good, like a Four Roses, but I have no idea what, why I like that one better over the other one. Right. Yeah, I mean, like personal I, preference. Yeah. Yeah, some of it's. But there's like. What's what we were saying? I was oh, reading recently. the whole process. It's I just subjective. watched like a whole, whole thing on this like expert who had to like choose between good like the more expensive one but it was a blind taste test like just, and they were all the same style like she did scotch bourbon uh irish japanese and like she got it right every single time and she was just like oh this has this one tastes like it was probably filtered through mesquite with a little bit of charcoal and then aged in oak barrels i'm like what the yeah. heck are you talking about yeah. yeah and then she's like so even though i kind of like this one better this one's definitely going to be more expensive and it was like more expensive and i'm like all right have you ever seen those Somali- apparently it's not just subjective there is something to it the sommeliers can name the oh, region the region i actually read something once that they kind of just guess like they know the area and then they kind of just guess and it well still and if, if they get it right the they're like yes to an, 
Like I oh, can't yeah. tell you. I mean, it's kind of similar Michigan. to like the beer cicerones or whatever, like the cicerone, the cicerone, the highest one, master like, cicerone. Yeah, yeah, they can like tell. There's only like five pairings, and like I looked at that, I'm like that would be cool to have, and it is would be so. There's only like what five people or less than ten in the U.S. Five, there was five last I knew, and two of them it's worked more for now, yeah. Um, Bud Light bought them out, so they couldn't tell you. Damn, oh. what beers were good or not? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically pay them to shut up. They own like two of the five. Wow. So, yeah. Why would you do? Why would man? That must have been it, a big buyout. I mean, it's like it's like when. Because uh, the they're because they bought out a water running car, like but, it's gonna dry their sales down if they get the massive sound molly or the massive. Yeah, but they don't have to take the bios. What I'm saying, there's there, you're you're so you're so, you've studied this for so long, and you're such a specialist. It's like you have pretty high demand anyway. Right. That's what I'm saying. Is the bio must have been huge because oh yeah, if you go through that much trouble to learn about beer, obviously yeah, you would. You're and you're they're trying they're paying you to shut up, so you're are, saying that it's not good. Are they the not like using them? Because I watched a whole documentary on, I think it was Budweiser, and I'm like, because I thought it was going to be a more interesting one, but for some reason it was just all about Budweiser. I'm like, okay, whatever. But it was on a plane ride, so I'm like, mm. ah, might as well watch it. Right. So it was still pretty interesting. Like, they literally, because, you know, it's all over the world, and wherever you are in the world, it's not going to taste exactly the same, because right. even though they follow the same recipe, they change the taste a little bit. And, like, every month... Like these meetings of these like higher ups, I'll drink like sips of beers from all over the world and like rates them, and that's how those companies like each of those separate breweries for Budweiser decide what changes they make, and they always it was kind of like really interesting actually, even though it was just Budweiser. But yeah, it's still beer at the end of the day. Still more about international beer. Yeah, because like the region affects even like the Budweiser, which is like a giant macro brewing company like i think they always were like saying like all the asian ones had like this smokier taste that like no the other ones had and yeah it was a bunch of things it's all about the terroir the terroir ground oh because i mean yeah the acidity of the ground is gonna change the the barley that's used in the beer yeah and it's also you're dealing with living organisms and yeast so technically every budweiser even though it's supposed to be down to a science it's not i mean when you're dealing with living organisms, it's going to be hard to keep it 1,000% accurate the entire time. And they don't. They were all different ratings wherever they were. Well. Oh, yeah. Back to Tasty IPA. It's pretty good. Oh, yeah. It is a good beer. No. Um, let's, Very good uh, beer. let's get it checked in. And then um, while we're doing that, any uh, any updates? How's your week? Anything new? Jacob, you you mentioned prior that you had a pretty good um, pretty good story or two for us. So I don't think it's been mentioned yet what we actually each do, but I'm a Correct. pharmacist, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I deal with the behind the scenes. Actually, they made you know they made a whole show on Amazon Prime. I think that was about working in a pharmacy. It's called Vials. Were you in it? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it was my claim to fame. Yeah. So. It got canceled, but it was like I could relate to that because people think they have no idea what we deal with on a daily basis. So the other day, I literally had this lady call my store really, really mad. Sounds and, about right. Yeah. And like, she was like, 
why is the other store which it was just you know i worked for rite aid this was another rite aid in the same city but just a whole different store from us they were like how come this rite aid is not answering the phone i'm like (laughs) um i'm not sure (laughs) i have no idea she's like it just keeps ringing like okay i'm sorry yeah she's like can you get a hold of them i'm like I would have to call the phone. <laughs> That's not working. We don't have walkie-talkies. Yeah, yeah like I don't, I don't have these people's personal phone numbers to like text them, ask what's going on or anything. So then she's like, "Well, I just want to know is my medication ready?" I'm like, "At the other store." <laughs> Luckily, I can see that, so I'm like, "Yes, it's ready." And they're like, "What about my other medication?" I'm like, "I don't see that. That's ready. Why?" I don't know. <laughs> it's another store. I haven't. How would you call them and ask them? No, they, they literally did this. Well, uh, can you call my doctor to get me a new prescription for that? I'm like, for the other store. Like, if I call, they're gonna send it here, and you don't want it here, right? So you should call them. This <laughs> insanity. Yeah. No, and it it just kept like devolving from there. It just kept getting like dumber and dumber, and she's like. Well, see, the problem is the doctor wrote, so there's like brands, you know, brands have different names, but it could be the same medication. So in this case, it was thyroid medication. All right. So both come from pig thyroids, but one brand's called Armor Thyroid. The other one's called NP Thyroid. The doctor wrote for Armor. They gave her NP. She's like, why would they do that? (laughs) Uh, um, Maybe they didn't have the other one in stock. Same thing. Well, how is that even, like, okay? That that should be illegal. You can't just, pharmacists can't just switch what the doctor writes. I'm like, well, technically they're equivalent, so they didn't actually, like, switch it. They just gave you the one they have, but they they come from the same source and right. everything. Like, <laughs> it probably will work fine for you. Well, don't they see that I paid all this money before for all these different strengths, and finally I get started on this, and I was on it before. Didn't they know that? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> Like, I have no idea Again, lady, what your, the, other the other pharmacy is talking about like or thinking. I'm just giving you examples. She's like, well, that's just wrong. I'm like, what What should we do about this? I'm like, um, call the other store. You can tell Please. your doctor to write like a, what's called a dispenser's written so they have to give you that. Or you can just ask them to give you that next time. <laughs> and she's like, well. I think I'm just going to have to switch pharmacies then. Like, okay. Again, none of this affected me at all. And so I'm talking to this woman for like 20 minutes. I would have hung up. I can't. Uh, well. Because she would have reported my store because of the other store oh, right, or whatever. Yeah. Like, uh, So, yeah, that was a good time. Stuff like that happens at least on a weekly basis. You don't realize. I remember when I was like an intern pharmacist. Like, I worked with this one uh, pharmacist who was, like, brutally honest. He's like, oh, you're going to a pharmacy. Well, yeah, first you're going to start out. You're going to think, try to change the world, do all these changes, make sure people get all the best <laughs> medication. And then you realize that people are dumber than a box of cereal. And, yeah. And you're going to – and they're not going to accept anything you do. But – what do I know? Maybe I'm just jaded. I'm sure it will be different for you. I'm sure you'll be fine. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'm sure it will be different for you. 
yeah, it's we're not in jackson so it doesn't help you the cause at all yeah no and i'm, I'm past the train tracks yeah <laughs> we are the yeah. number one store for bottle returns nice uh alcohol sales and cigarette sales <laughs> claim to fame in Classy. our district which includes ann arbor includes like stay classy jackson yeah <laughs> <laughs> well anything for you no um nothing that really sticks out pretty average week i'd say yep i got nothing maybe i'm used to it like <laughs> bartending it's just like well because when people go to you they're going to either like drown their sorrows or like celebrate when they're coming to me they're sick yeah so mad. they're just mad yeah they're just always mad yeah they're coming to see me to party usually. yeah they're coming to me to uh, also that but mostly because they're sick yeah I had to catch the what two fake scripts this week mm. yeah so that was cool light week <laughs> <Just kidding>. yeah <laughs> yep please lower than six average hours to lower show than up. average yeah. <laughs> all right well if that's everything let's let's get into this review of Top the gentleman man. this beer's good um we're gonna actually try uh putting a clip in here this week so i guess Shh. here's a clip <laughs> i hear you again out of the game and i would like you consider an offer look let me stop you right there so you don't waste any more of your precious breath young man this is not a discussion for the two of us unlike the salt and pepper it's not on the table this is a big number Okay, so The Gentleman, uh, directed by Guy Ritchie, written by Guy Ritchie, Ivan Atkinson, and Martin Davies. This is starring Matthew McConaughey, Charlie Hunnam, Jeremy Strong, Colin Farrell, Michelle uh, Doherty, Dockery, Doherty, I don't know, Daughtry? Probably one of those. Daughtry. Golding, uh, Hugh Grant, and Eddie Marzan. Whole slew of people. Yeah, big cast on this one. Um pretty big stars i would say absolutely mm-hmm. yeah very very much relevant what uh what are we saying on on the gentleman spoiler, Who wants to start? spoiler free i can start yeah it's uh it's pretty plot heavy i'll say right off the top the, yeah. the movie is and um there's definitely things that can be spoiled it kind of sets it up like a mystery so we'll uh, who we'll, done it we'll be spoiler free and then uh really. we'll give we'll give a spoiler warning so yeah, uh, so initial reactions, I enjoyed it, actually. I actually didn't even think I would like it as much as I did. It was funnier than I thought it would be. I didn't expect it to actually be like... Mm-hmm. I actually laughed, and I can't remember the last time in a movie I actually laughed. It was like yeah, one of the funniest... Like I hate comedy as a whole yeah, for movies, too. unless it's like a horror comedy, and I love it. But... Yeah, this movie was hilarious. I was laughing. I never laughed like out loud in Me movies. And I was like well, laughing out loud. There's definitely something different too to like British humor and like it's all, so smart. Yeah, it's like a, a ton fast. of like comedies that are like British or or Scottish Witty. or whatever is always way better. Like there, it's always way funnier for sure. I mean, look at you know Edgar Wright's movies. 
Oh, Those yeah. are some of the funniest movies. Oh yeah, Shaun of the Dead. One, yeah, my favorite, one of my favorite movies of all time. Hot Fuzz, arguably better than Shaun of the Dead. Uh, yeah, World of, the World Ends or the worst of the three for yeah. sure. But I still liked it. I still enjoyed it. Um, I love his style. But yeah, I mean, like just the the setting and or not the setting, but it's it's how he writes them and and how how their comedy is written. It's it's always a lot funnier. But yeah, I agree. It was really funny. Colin Farrell's character was oh hilarious. I forget. His, I can't. I was trying to think of his name the entire time. I think it's just Coach, isn't it? Coach. Do they they do they ever say his name? I think it's just Coach. I don't remember his name. Let's look that just up. Just Coach. Okay, yeah. But Coach, um, yeah. He was he was great from the beginning. Like he just tore onto the screen. Oh yeah, like his took first over. Scene took over the entire. Yeah. Pretty much most of the movie. I feel like he just stole. Yeah. From yeah. yeah, that's my what favorite I would character. Say he's, the scene, oh, yeah. he's the scene stealer. Yeah, McConaughey was definitely had it until I, I until feel Colin Farrell came in. Honestly, in my opinion, also here, I was totally surprised by this movie. Way it, yeah. I expected it to be honestly not good at all. Not me too. Yeah. I was like not excited for it, and then completely surprised by how much I enjoyed it. Actually, yeah, I'll try to get through initial reactions too. That way, we can just keep talking details but yeah initial reactions yeah i really liked it as well also was not excited at all i mean if you look at guy ritchie's past five movies oh when, when was the last time he made a really good movie you know he did what do we have aladdin uh both sherlock holmes <laughs> king yeah. arthur and the legend of the sword i mean just some real stinkers probably and, snatch well like the most recent that, i can think of that, that was, was 2000 but that was like <laughs> that was 20 a years good ago. guy ritchie film yeah um I mean, yeah, there's some there's some good ones, but like you know, a really a really great one, and obviously it's uh, he has to stick to a, a genre, and the genre is gangster movies or you know crime movies because every time he has made a movie that's not that, and it ends up being subpar mm-hmm. for sure. So yeah, I think we all really liked it, and mm-hmm. get into some more details. Anything stand out? Size Colin Farrell. It was Coach. It's just Coach. That's yeah. his actual name. Yeah. No, I mean, he just. I thought he stole, stole his show. I. Was I was all, waiting for his character every time to like come back. I was surprised by the how stylized it was. So I I love that. I'm like a sucker for like hyper stylized movies. Yeah, I kind of. Quint- think I I can't. I mean, it's been a long time since I've seen one, but I wasn't really like surprised by it because I know that's kind of how he is. Like. Yeah. Yeah. He wanted to do like his the idea like behind King Arthur was to do a movie like that, but to make it hyper stylized. Yeah. So like sword and sandal, but super stylized, which just didn't end up working. But it reminded me of like parts like uh, Scott Pilgrim vs the World. Yeah. Like, and the writing on yeah, the screen. The on that the screen. reminded me of the Glorious Bastards. Yeah, that was yeah, cool. yeah. that too. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Well, it reminded me of like Tarantino too. He's always yeah. very stylized. So yeah, I really I I like that. I was interesting yeah I, I was glad that it kept it kept up with it because like i hate when a movie doesn't know if it wants to cross that that line of stylized or not because they'll do like sometimes you'll see in a movie where they'll do like the writing on the screen and point something out and then you never see it again and it's just like so out of place but yeah he used it i think four or five times and then the super bold um text to let to let you know locations and stuff like that because all those houses in like the big houses in England, they look pretty similar, and right. you know you're supposed to follow like twelve of them or something like that. Yeah. So it's it could get hard to follow. So like when when text on screen 
is like that pointing it out doesn't bother me as much as other movies where it'll point it out it's like okay that's really obvious or the very next line in the movie yeah, is like exposition right. like here's where we are so and why did you need the text or the exposition yeah and choose I, one i will say like at first i'm it, like when it the whole like i don't know first like i guess like 10 minutes of it five ten minutes was like not shot like that it was very like well i mean i, I liked it actually a lot of good angles uh just matthew mcconaughey like that first very first scene when he's walking into the bar walks yep. over like jukebox that was all really nice actually yeah, yeah it was yeah. i enjoyed that right. even when they got into where they're you know when it panned to uh fletcher i don't want to get into like but fletcher and i don't remember the other guy's name fletcher is hugh grant's character yeah and, and charlie uh, hunnam charlie hunnam was uh what is his name starts with an r <laughs> uh, right or Raymond. 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 Yes. Yeah. Raymond so, <laughs> like, that whole scene, too, was just like that. And then all of a sudden, as soon as it clicked to uh, Hugh talking, telling the story of it, right. when they clicked in and, like, were switching the s- screen the- size and stuff, that's when it all of a sudden just went in a totally different direction than I was expecting. Yeah. So, I felt like that was, that was really a cool. cool. Twist, yeah. yeah. It was like the cinematography kind of was throwing you off. Right. And then it as soon as the story during told it totally went to a different direction and like changed the whole feeling like really quickly i yeah i really liked how that worked and together it, and they did it in one like yeah. fluid shot pretty yep. much i liked how like that worked together the cinematography and like the writing i guess right yeah yeah so it the i at first i'd like was uh hesitant on the framing device and just how it was being set up oh me too i think ultimately me it too. works um there's a couple problems with it but yeah like and then you have to wonder how much of it is 100% real because in the beginning they do this thing where he's like adding in lies or like oh, extra yeah, yeah. flair and then he's like and then you know the other guy's like or Charlie Hunnam's like that's not how it happened tell it the real way and then he switches back so they set it up in the beginning and then they he kind of strays away from it especially if he's involved because Charlie Hunnam is he's telling uh Fletcher Hugh Grant's character is telling the story which involves Charlie Hunnam so he would know obviously if he was telling the truth or not but like the one scene towards the end we can go over in spoilers but i was like oh i don't know if i like this and then i was like well maybe he is just amping it up because charlie hannum's character wasn't there at that exact moment yeah i feel like you're we have the same thought yeah. here yeah i i i, I liked it was it totally on a out whole of, like but that, yeah it seemed unmotivated that yeah We'll, we'll, t- we'll come yep, to yep. but I, I, I feel was like, exactly this happening? <laughs> I think I feel exactly the same way of what you're leading to there. Yeah, we'll cover it. But uh, overall, like I said, I think it definitely works in the end, and then it kind of comes full circle because the story gets wrapped up before the movie gets wrapped up, and then that leads to the conclusion. So, cool. So we're going into spoilers now. Is there anything else that you want to cover? Not. Not I want to like now without into it. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of well, want to get right into it now. Okay, one more thing then. Yeah. Just, okay. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about the amount of characters? Because there is quite a bit, and I feel like it has to juggle a lot, and it mm. doesn't always do it successfully. Like there's some scenes that cut away, and it's like this is pretty long to ultimately have something that doesn't really affect the plot too much. Which I don't mind if it's interesting, you know. But sometimes it's yeah. That was actually one of the problems I had with, because like none of the characters grew. Right. They were yeah. like characters in every sense of the word. Characters, like they were characters. Yeah, they had. They were, they were the there same. There was like no kind of like progression or anything. Nothing like 
I don't think and you that, can with that many characters. Exactly. Yeah, and I, I don't think, think that, that was the hurt goal either. Yeah. None, of them was, yeah. none of them were really meant to have an arc. I would say maybe Matthew McConaughey does. Slight. Just yeah. in the fact that it goes, not really an arc, but like it goes. Coach. He goes to one point. He goes. He wants to do one thing and, and be a certain way. And then, you know, that those that changes. So I don't know if it's total motivation, but it's totally motivated. Then but Coach kind of has a little bit of an arc. If you think, yeah. When we get into it, we can. I can do. Sure, it. maybe yeah. But just a, just a, a note that I wanted to throw out. Yeah. Just the, I like that. I mean, a lot I of. I think them, it worked for this movie. A lot, yeah, like a lot of them. It comes together at the end where, you know, everyone was there for a reason. Like everything. Oh yeah. But like you each know, scene that, that just felt like it was that character with their like right. scene stealing entire monologue with really nobody else having any consequence. <laughs> to the next scene of one person doing something with the whole thing. It's always like between one or two people. Yeah. Versus, yeah. And it usually does that also because he's telling the story. So he's like, this is True. what happened at this True, point. Yeah. And then, you know, to lead into the next thing. Right. Yeah. It, it keeps cutting back to Hugh Grant telling this story to Charlie Hunnam. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I really like their interaction too. Just oh yeah, <laughs> how, and yeah. then how it plays out yeah. in the end. It was really over the top. It was really yeah. over the top. Yeah, and then was <laughs> at the end was he was he insinuating that Hugh Grant's character is gay? I think, I think they, it was subtle. They were like, I think it was movie. joking. They but were then like, I was like, it doesn't I don't really know. come off yeah. as a joke. So like, I don't know if Guy Ritchie's like what he's trying to say there. Yeah, if he's trying to be funny, but oh, but like, yeah, or not, like was his character seriously? Yeah, gay? <laughs> I had no idea. I was wondering that. Maybe too. that's the what what it's. Maybe that's what yeah, he was, that was for. It was funny though. Still, yeah. still laughed. I, but I didn't know if I, it was meant as a joke or not. Yeah, so, oops. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, I mean, it, it, like I said, the movie, is, good as a joke. the movie is super plot-heavy, so in order to really talk about it more, we'll, we'll just get into spoilers now. So, say spoilers from now on. If you haven't seen The Gentleman, I would recommend it. Check it out. Yeah. And we watch. always do star ratings at the end, so we're going to save it also. Just uh, fast forward to whatever point is written in the description. If you want to stay spoiler-free to see uh, the reviews, or the ratings, I should say. Cool. Um, Yeah, so spoilers. Oh, are you looking for this? (laughs) Oh, the pen. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Um, Spoilers, I guess. Who wants to start? Jacob? Do you want to start? Kyle, I feel like like you had a lot. You kept saying, like, I'll save save it it. for the spoiler part. Intro it. Okay, well... Let's just talk about the framing device and how the reason that Hugh Grant is telling this story is to, uh, he's trying to elicit, he's basically getting a bribe from, um, you know, Matthew McConaughey and his, his party of people, I should say him and Charlie Hunnam work together. Um, I guess and he runs, him. yeah, he, we don't even said what he does. He runs all of, or well, most of the marijuana business in London. Yep. Or in the UK, actually, all of all of the UK. So he's trying to he's trying to um, say that he can buy this information for twenty million pounds, right? So that it won't go public, or else he's going to release it to the press, basically. Mm-hmm. So that's why he's trying to. That's why he's telling the story, and and you're you're seeing these things that play out, and uh, and Charlie Hunnam is is there for some of it, and and not there for parts of it, and. Where am I going with this? You want to know? One complaint I really had, though, 
just like i understand it was meant to be over the top and like kind of really unrealistic honestly but like i get they were trying to show how great of like a pi that uh right. fletcher. fletcher was Grant, yeah but like if he he was like apparently amazing because he was able to catch all this stuff and do all this stuff right. and like find all these pictures and be at the right place at the right time every single time yeah but then it's always wear the same outfit too yeah <laughs> which i i wonder <laughs> if there's like his- that's something i had a question about too is like if there was any significance on why he had like the reflective orange glasses on but or if that was just to be Look like cool. a cool <laughs> yeah and the fact that you can see like the reflection of the camera ever so like they actually had to think about that but anyway <laughs> like yeah so it, but then like he was actually also being watched the entire time by the guy he was watching all the time and i don't know it's just like if okay if uh what was that uh, raymond like we can say actor's name charlie yeah if raymond, yeah, raymond if, charlie Annabelle. if charlie if he like didn't know that he was like taking pictures during that kid falling from the skyscraper and everything but then yet at the same time knew that like later said he's been watching him the whole time and he's better than he is and right he's yeah. known he's been there the whole time and i'm like then why did he have to chase the, down the phones and like i don't know it just maybe seems it was, maybe well it was to make it feel yeah i think that to make it more realistic that yeah. but he chases he does, down the kids that have the phones yeah i mean that they would post that stuff or right or it would get out right away yeah like if he's but he also knew that knew that was guy was watching him. him and taking pictures of him doing but getting these those... phones and stuff without trying to be more sneaky about it. I but don't still, know. the kids weren't in on it, so then they would like he was. Yeah. Like, either way, he would have had to stop them. Yeah, I get he would have had to stop them, but like it that was guy. just so obvious. He gave him such good pictures to take and stuff. If he knew he was there the whole time, why didn't he just stop him in the beginning rather than following him, letting him blackmail him, and then? Like, why didn't he just stop him from the first place? Wasn't that explained in the end? Was it? I feel like it was. He said, yeah, he said he knew he had been watching him. Is it? Oh, it's because he wanted him to get proof of the other guy talking with the other guy? Yeah, he Mm. needed proof. But couldn't he have done that? He did use him. Yeah, yeah. He said, yeah, that's when he said, yeah, I needed this to figure out who. Right. But if he was better than this guy, couldn't he have just done that? Yeah, but he he was off doing something else at the same time. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's it is convoluted. The plot is it's definitely super convoluted, convoluted, especially yeah. at the end when they try to throw four different twists at you. Yeah, that was um, a little. I was like, Jesus Christ! I'm like, okay. Yeah, I, mean, I was a little fatigued by that point. Yeah, but not. It all happened all so fast too, though. So like, I didn't feel like super fatigued because it wasn't like oh, a it, twist, it, and then 15 minutes later it was another. Yeah, it I was wasn't like bored. Five minutes, five minutes, five minutes. No, I think if it was like other actors, it might have been boring. But they all are like those ones that you can just like yeah. watch and steal a scene, like you're just into what they're saying right. yeah i thought the weakest one was jeremy strong who plays the the jew the, matthew yeah the guy no yes matthew yeah yeah i thought you were saying about matthew <laughs> no, no, no matthew no. mcconaughey was pretty good um he had some really good scenes and i like him in other things but i don't know i don't maybe it was just his character maybe it was how he was written and stuff but he seemed mm. to be i thought it was pretty funny yeah yeah but uh, like what what was funny his his uh like his presence yeah how he's he said something about like when he handed him a gun about the paperweight and it was 
He said like a line, and I thought it was really funny. I can't remember. It. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it was. Oh, there were so many funny it, lines. I liked yeah. his character, is what I'm, but not, I'm saying like his performance seemed the most stilted out of oh. everyone. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Oh, it was that could have been his character. Like, yeah, he was supposed to be more stoic and everything. I think he was. I think he was like looked like he was supposed to be like very stoic or like very um mm-hmm. weird just like very monotonic and like yeah never changed really but then at the end ever. he comes off as like you know which maybe he's trying to hide that persona as being like really cocky at the end yeah i don't know i also didn't yeah. really i didn't really get the whole uh matthew mcconaughey's character mikey why he like i get he's like said that how he got soft and then like throughout like the middle beginning of the movie he's like not just killing people and then like yeah. later he's like then he's back to like it showed him get dark back to how he was before i guess mm-hmm. what <laughs> i was just like it's like why did he go soft in the first place then because he's always been doing the same thing yeah and but then he he get out and then that, sudden he's like you know never mind he built that empire and then he's never had and pretty much since he's had that he's never had any problems or anybody like Until question now him. Yeah, until now, and then uh, when that when that stuff too. happens, he's like, I think he realizes like, no, this is mine, and I'm gonna. Rule. He's the fucking king of the jungle. He's the yeah. lion. He's the lion. Don't let doubt creep in. Yeah. <laughs> I thought. I mean, I thought that stuff worked. That's what I was saying. Was his arc basically was because he he controls this empire. He comes up from nothing, and then he starts you know facing problems and coming into question and like I said, doubt, stuff like that. And then at the end of the movie, he just goes off and kills I, anybody that ha- gives him a problem. I loved how dark that one scene with uh, Matthew, you know. Oh, char- yeah. Not Matthew McConaughey, yeah. Matthew the character. And then they don't show any of it, which is fine. I wish they would have, though. Well, I wanted yeah. to see it. Like, I wanted to, it to just go full dark all of a sudden. And well, just, he said like, either wire. Show him cutting off the Whatever, 270 yeah. million or a pound of flesh. No, said, both. No, he has to do both. Oh. He has to do both. He's the, like. The, the flesh was for his wife. Yeah. And then he had to hurry up for both because the money was he would for freeze the, to death. Yeah, the money was for enough. delegitimizing his business and costing him money. Right. He's like, I want this all this money that you caused, pro- or that all the problems that you caused, pay back for. And then a pound of flesh was for the wife. So we can talk about that part now because that's what the other thing I was alluding to was. So Dry Eye goes to his yeah, wife's the business. Rape scene. Yeah, and he, yeah, and then yeah, that was a little, he's I'm trying like, to he's gonna kidnap her right. And then she uses the gun to kill his his henchman, and then he just bends her over and is like, "Don't move or whatever." Yeah. And then he spreads okay. her legs and starts. He's like, he's gonna undo his pants, and I'm like, "This is so unmotivated." That like, was unnecessary because his intention was to go there and kidnap her. I thought he was trying to get her into the car, like force her out of her office into the he car. Was, I think. But first, he's gonna rape her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, was that was the only stupid part. Yeah. I think. I mean, Dry Eyes was the worst character in the movie to me. I didn't really yeah, like Goldings. most of his scenes or anything. Yeah, I mean, as a character, yeah, his only motivation was being power hungry, cause, and he was younger, so he was basically doing whatever he could to to try to get into yeah. into that position of power. I don't know. I felt like he was a weak character. Yeah, he yeah. could have been like out of there. I get that he kind of drove it all, basically, but it was really Matthew behind everything. But yeah he had to use he had to use other people otherwise otherwise uh mickey would know it was him behind the whole thing i mean he finds out anyway obviously but yeah 
Exactly, because the guy already knew. <laughs> the point is the to get the cheaper. The point him. is to buy his business, to buy uh, Matthew McConaughey's characters, the whole weed empire for cheaper than four hundred million, which is what he wanted. So he goes through all that trouble. But yeah, I mean, I was fine with that. I, surprisingly, the the plot wasn't. I you know couldn't really nitpick it. I don't really too much have or, too many gripes about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, besides just it is like I said, convoluted by the end. And the amount of characters, there probably could be less, but there had to have been at least one main person besides Matthew to to move it forward because mm-hmm. he's you know he's subcontracting all of his schemes to yeah to that guy Dry Eye. No, I mean I liked it overall, but the, yeah, it just a lot of conveniences. Sure, yeah. It's like I mean, actually, yeah, it's... I've been watching you the whole time. But actually, I've been watching you the whole time. And did you it know is, that? actually, it is a guy. Ritchie, I've been behind. It the is whole a guy time. Ritchie movie released in January though. Like my yeah. expectations were so low. They I were think so low. That's though. why I'm just. I was coming expecting out. like a one, one and a half for this movie. Oh, I don't think it would have been that bad. But no, that's. <laughs> I was just the fact that I it's, knew it would be better than that. Maybe yeah, too, and then he's going back to his roots. He's going back to this crime gangster genre. Just helps him out immensely. Like yeah. Yeah, trying clearly. to do more fantasy movies or Disney movies, just no. Guy Ritchie, give up on that guy stop. He just wanted to get that billion dollars really quick. What about the meta scene with Guy Ritchie? So, Fletcher, it has, yeah, that was very he writes meta. a movie. He writes a movie script, and that's part of what he's bu- uh, part of what he's called selling, Bush. called Bush. <laughs> and then he goes to sure just went even an actual Miramax. He called it the gentleman, but right, yeah. Yeah, because he's pitching the movie. He should have just the, pitched he's the pitching, gentleman. <laughs> yeah, the movie to Guy Ritchie. That would have been better in my. So opinion. he goes. He goes to the Miramax studio and pitches this he's exact this, story. This Miramax, and it looked like was it photoshopped in? No, I think it was real. It, it was looked, probably. It looked so yeah. bad. I don't know. I didn't really focus. Yeah, on Yeah, I wasn't paying attention. I guess. Hmm. Well, anyway, uh, yeah, it was pretty meta. There was a man from Uncle poster. There was. Pretty much any award Guy Ritchie's won, he had to have it up there, yeah. which felt just like he had to show remember, you. Remember, I, I was yeah. Really remember, good. I won awards at some point in my career. Maybe it was that was part of the humor too. So like maybe he's like, like yeah, self yeah, like tongue in cheek yeah, type yeah. thing. Yeah. Hopefully, because if not, if that stuff was there, like to, to like, prove it, yeah, to prove, then that would be really. Sad. I don't know. I guess judging by the whole theme of the movie, though, it was so over the top. I would believe that maybe it was just to be even more over the top yeah but also that yeah <laughs> just a good timing for it yeah i guess a good movie to do that for do you think uh do you think he tried to make some small connections between matthew mcconaughey's character and himself i mean this came out pretty quickly aladdin was not even six months ago I w- yeah that's surprising and he already has this movie out maybe he's trying to make a statement like guys i'm back i'm the king of the jungle he, he's oh like, I'm God. back. That's a deep cut. I made, I, so, I made so much money for Aladdin. It was Aladdin written by I him. Can't. I'm just saying, that, you know, going back to the roots, he's like, all right, I've made five, six shitty movies in a row. Or I, I need to go back to something I know people are going to like. I mean, Man from Uncle. Or Man, yeah. Yeah, was, but that movie was even mixed. Like, look at the ratings on this movie. I mean, it's not the, the it's not getting a lot of critical praise, but people, just general audience, is loving this thing. Oh, yeah. No, it's like a, a very... Yeah, and I can Large see why. discrepancy. You know? Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I did. Yeah, and we're supposed to be the ones that are harsh. I, yeah. I was, I thought <laughs> well, I, was I think it's just because it I came in with so low expectations of it. And in the last couple of movies we talked about, we... But even as far as everything else, even as just on a technical level, what 
besides some of the writing, what I mean, what are the problems with it? Not that much. I mean, some of they had a lot of um, metaphors. Like they use a lot of them. If you think about it, like he said, he said something about crabs in the water, and then yeah. another time he said, "Look at these, like the hammer, and let me show you the nails." <laughs> like a lot of yeah. those, like that was a, a lot of no, like I kept noticing them, and there was and a lot. Said, oh wow, these are some nails. Yeah, like like they kept doing. I forget there was another one that he's. There was a lot of like metaphors. Would, yeah, but again, that's just writing. That's but I would say, oh like, yeah. The writing on a whole, though, was great because it was hilarious. It was so yeah. quick, back and forth. Every, it was so witty. It was extremely witty. Yeah. And Colin Farrell's character. Every character, like, most of the characters, like, yeah, were Other great. But yeah, Coach was awesome. Yeah, Colin <laughs> was Farrell was so good. And I love the, the fight of his boxers, too, his crew. Because they're always like, they're doing what young kids do. They're filming the everything. The random fucking music video in the middle. Yeah. Of like <laughs> that music movie. Like, this is kind of hype, too. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay. I yeah. laughed when the guy, they're like, oh, I'm going to take a selfie. Like the kid that yeah, yeah. jumped out of the oh, window. They're yeah. all yeah. taking selfies like, with him. Like, selfie. Yeah, that was a little, yeah. It was funny. <laughs> no, it was fine. But. Yeah, nothing. Yeah, technically, it was like, well shot. The acting was great. The writing was great for the most part. Like, at least between character to character. I mean, the style was cool. I liked kind of the almost desaturated filter it kind of had. I don't know how to say it. Like, it wasn't dark, but it was almost, I don't know, pale, faded. Well, it was, I think it had to be an homage to, like, how it was filmed. Like, they were saying, like, letterbox. Yeah, yeah. 2.36 by 4 or whatever. Yeah, no, I... Like yeah, technically, I, it was great. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's he says uh, Fletcher's character was he's commenting on the green, like film green, which I, I I doubt this was shot on film, but no, he was like, yeah, he was. <laughs> that's just saying retain the green, you know, keep it keep it OG like film. But yeah, it was funny. Uh, yeah, he was. Well, also like well, another another thing. I think that was I was gonna talk about. Oh, it was Coach's arc because he kind of like they said he was gonna be you owe me three favors because he was or I'll pay off my debts for the kids that messed up. Right. And what was there five of them? Yeah. Mm, yeah. So he said like three favors. I'm wondering if they went to five because he did like five. I thought he did four at the end. Yeah, he held up four. Oh, f- oh yeah, four. Yeah, because he kills the guys. He, yep. Yeah, yeah, he's like. <laughs> yeah. just like a whole level four yeah i thought that was that was funny very funny yeah and i, I don't really know he, why he helped him again but maybe he well, liked him what, at that point i don't know like they it was very short but i mean i think it actually got across what he was he was like thinking about it because he he sees the guys going in he knows what they're there to do yeah but yeah because the guy's just walking around with a silenced pistol yeah yeah, my the Russians. Uh, my so he guess, must have kind of liked them then. Like, just or my to do guess that. is that he, yeah, he already has a relationship with them in that yeah. he, they're they both trust each other because even though he messed up, Raymond, they, they gave him a chance. He gave him a chance yeah. to right his wrongs, and now he saved him. It, he probably wanted to have you know a favor for himself in his pocket, right? If if or ever. maybe he's just like I mean he seems like a, actually a pretty decent guy like honorable guy like that he even came himself took you know maybe that's just what he is he's like ah damn it i just can't let them die like right. i have to go help them yeah 
because i mean he did that at the store too right those kids were being dicks so like he kept smacking them. so like yeah he so maybe i think he's just like a kind of an honorable guy sticks up for people so no yeah i agree but he's also killing what two does people he do to save people. though like yeah but i get good. like why did those people know who the coach was is like what was he exactly just probably a local legend well no those kids he beat up they're like oh that's the coach the coach why do they oh, know right. who he is? Like, what did he do? He just seemed like literally a coach to me. But yeah, he knows how to do all these like crazy like crime things. So I was like wondering what he actually did. Yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I was like confused the whole time. Like, how does he know? Like, he he does reference that he's that he doesn't do gangster shit, but he's done some gangster shit. Yeah. So I mean, I, that's he was very where mysterious. Is like he lives background. in. I mean, well, they, we call him mysterious he's supposed guy. to be. He's supposed to be part of. I mean, his own name is Coach. Yeah. Supposed to be part of this underworld of London oh. or wherever in the UK. So, like, I mean, that's where he grew up, and he's coaching boxing. But you know, he said he's done some gangster stuff. He's probably just is familiar with yeah. crime enough to to navigate that world. I don't know. He, they don't explain it, but I don't, don't think it needs yeah. to be explained. I, I, I mean, I he was like even I to he had like contacts and stuff because he was talking to a guy. He's like, like who would own a lot of weed? And they're like, Mike, whatever. And he's like, so Pearson. he was talking. He had some kind of connections and stuff. I don't know, like the underground. I think. Well, because the kids steal it, and he's like, please tell me this isn't. Yeah, that was uh, after Mickey's that weed. phone call, though. After he found out oh. who the big weed guy was, and they're like, please don't. Oh say yeah, Michael, yeah. He finds whatever. out his name because yeah. of Pearson. that. Right, you're right. Yeah, so I don't know what the, but who, like, was this network? I don't know. It just didn't really discuss his background much, but. No, yeah, I didn't, I didn't need a whole, because then, like I said, there's so many characters that, yeah. he's actually a pretty minor character in the whole movie. Yeah, um, but great. Yeah, great. definitely Fantastic. great. So good. But. Yeah, I don't have any gripes, actually. No. Are we, we going to do star ratings? If that's it, then we can definitely yeah. do some star yeah. ratings. Me first? Yeah, go for it. Go in. 3.5. Take him. 3.5, yeah. Yep. That's where right, I was that's at. That's right yeah. where I was at, too. Yeah, right. it had potential to be a 4 to me, yeah. but it wasn't there yet. Yeah. So yeah. I would say maybe a, a heavy 3.5. Oh, yeah, I would put it up. Heavy. Yeah. yeah. It, and I'm saying, so surprised. Just 77. because how much it surprised me. This is a movie that's also either going to probably drop or go up on a rewatch because... You'll either find more whole plot holes, I or you'll find, or you'll be able to. Oh, I'll watch it again. I want to. You'll it know again. everything that happens, so you'll be able to think. Maybe there is better. Maybe that is. You know, and maybe we do more, find out things about Coach that we just missed. Yeah, I don't know. I want to watch it again. It was, was super, so many characters. Super entertaining. I, oh yeah. And again, I laughed, and I I don't laugh out loud a lot. Me neither. And I was just like, huh. and I like looked around, like see you. I'm like, sorry. Oh, that one guy in our movie was theater was loving it. Like the oh, yeah. the pig part, like that was killing me. Oh yeah, he's like, yeah, that's nightmare fuel. I'll never get that. Oh my. Oh head. yeah, that was <laughs> like, so funny. I was dying. That was a good line. Yeah, <laughs> nightmare fuel. He's like, I'll live with that the rest of my life or something like because that. Because you know you can't unsee that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just slams the computer. Yeah. Close, like he's like, wow, this is like a lot. <laughs> he's like, he's yeah, like, I was there. Nightmare fuel. I was there, and it's still pretty shocking. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah rewatching it. Yeah. The whole scene was so funny. <laughs> I was yeah. there, and it's still pretty shocking. Yeah. <laughs> That was great. I love that scene. He's like, here, the team yeah, might like, help. He's like, yeah, one with sugar. One, one without. without. <laughs> you should drink the tea. It might help. Warm you up or something. Yeah. Uh, oh, I know what part he's at. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that was a good one, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
it was Anything great else? that was so funny yeah yeah it's great say recommend go see it yeah definitely recommend best movie this year Don't so far year. <laughs> yeah best movie 2020 Honestly, right. I was more entertained than 1917. I was saying the same yeah. thing. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, it more wasn't entertainment factor. Yeah, yeah I wasn't technically wasn't. I found that way more holes in that movie than. Yeah. Oh yeah. But still, but yeah, was also some of the writing in that That's the difference too for me. Is like 1917 was trying to be realistic, and then it had way too many coincidences. Where this was yeah. just you knew, knew it, was. it was being crazy over the top from the start. So like, I don't judge it in the same way. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, you'll see ratings that are the same all the time, and then. You, you, can't, you have to compare them but it's you know you rate things differently based on what it's trying to do yeah, yeah. a lot of different things i mean i always mix in a factor of personal enjoyment you know technically how well was it all those things yeah those all go into my ratings at least oh yeah i mean but, that's why i gave star wars a three you <laughs> yeah, know like no. it's not worth it but no <laughs> i gotta get that bias in there so yeah that was a little bit too high a little bit that right. not only knocked up half a point i think we're pretty gonna be pretty short on this but what else have we been watching so i finally got around to seeing manos all right and tell us about it wow yeah so uh i don't know if i'm gonna i plan you've seen like lord of the flies i'm pretty sure you've seen lord of the flies forever ago it's like a way better version of that yeah that's what i keep hearing yeah so like basically oh who is the director alejandro landas i think mm. and which i don't know anything he's done before but yeah it was basically it was like this kids kind of a squadron that was had a hostage and a cow and <laughs> that's basically like the yep movie and i mean it's a bunch of kids with guns and stuff you know it's not gonna go well you need another one i do too yeah everybody's empty yep but so like it, it obviously you give kids guns it's it's gonna fall apart and it did you know so and you just kind of watch the descent of it i don't want to go too much yeah don't neither of you have seen it, it. Yeah. yeah i want to see it but uh yeah and moises arias was in it so Round i was two. like i think that was the only person yeah i knew uh. in this movie yeah i'm sure everyone else is well He's actually pretty old, but yeah, but I mean, he ones, still looks like a. Uh, kid. Yeah, I know, but are the other actors like actual child actors? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, I think they might, maybe some of them, but they all kind of look. I mean, just like they're young for their age, I guess. Yeah, but maybe they're kids. I don't know. But he's also someone that he because the movie is in Spanish. Yes, it is. So he's he can speak. Obviously, he, yep. he can speak Spanish because uh, where is he from? I, I think know, actually but, Argentina but yeah he might be argentinian i think he's i think he's argentinian it's either way argentinian or argentine i looked well, it up before anyway <laughs> argentine yeah he's so the other ones you're i mean i don't really know, know. It, i was a little confused i get i don't want to go yeah, too far yeah, i was a little confused on the like the hostage like I don't know. Maybe this was based on like a history of like actual thing that happened that I'm just not aware of. Kind of like a Nightingale, for example. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't really know who this hostage really was like from. Oh, I guess okay. like so. There's five. Bo- five I mean, kids she one hostage? she spoke English. None of them could, but she could also speak Spanish, and they all called her doctor. But like, 
that's all i know really i don't know like it doesn't go too far after more than that well it's probably set it's set during a, a war yeah somewhere. exactly but yeah highly recommend i gave it a three and a half also so definitely worth a watch shot well uh every, there's a lot of saturation especially with like oranges and blues yeah you can tell that from the poster yeah the <laughs> contrast is really like between orange and blue is like in every everything in yeah. it yeah so but yeah it was good i i would watch it again probably should i'll try to check it out soon that way yeah. you can talk yeah. more about it spoilers oh. if you want it's on hbo i think if you i have hbo but yeah i do too I'd, yeah i think it's on hbo yeah, it should be on there right now what uh do you have anything i know you do you told me you watched it yeah. today yep. that we can talk about. <laughs> uh, no, not yet, because he hasn't watched it. Me and you can talk about it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Art of Self-Defense. I watched oh, that yeah. today. Yes. Jesse Eisenberg, main dude. That was... Wow. <laughs> I didn't expect it to get as, like, Isn't dark. it great? <laughs> I wouldn't call it great, but it's, it. it was really good. It still didn't, like... Yeah. Like, it wasn't my... Well, obviously, it wasn't in my top ten, but... Yeah, it was just how the difference between, like I said, it's it's Yorgos Lanthimos meets Pulling Dynamite. The comedy is great in it. Like it's not like it's not as laugh out loud funny as like The Gentleman, but just that you know that style of comedy. I, I mean, I chuckled. Yeah, for sure. That's what when I mean, he like, started chuckled, doing. Like the he's like moving. He's like, I'll do the laundry now. He's like, ask me to do or ask me a question. He's like explaining the answer, doing like kung yeah, fu doing or kung karate fu moves. moves. <laughs> yeah. That was funny, but yeah, it was, that role was like. But I, on, Jesse I did not see that as I didn't expect it to get as dark as it did. Oh yeah, yeah. Without getting into too yeah, much I didn't know. I didn't. I mean, I knew it was something was. I've like seen enough on it where you know something goes wrong or something. There's that that change. I just felt like so much was like yeah, it happened really happened pretty. The only thing I, I didn't it was like fast but gradual. The only thing I didn't like is I thought it was super obvious who the people were. As oh yeah, as, I kind of like, got it. Yeah, yeah. Like as soon as he goes to the dojo, like you figure out. I'm like, oh, it was them that did it, <laughs> right? But yeah, which didn't. But I mean, it didn't affect it too much. But no, I don't know if it was supposed to be like some big reveal because it was pretty obvious to me. Yeah, what funny to like dark, and then like that the humor never really came back. I thought it was still funny. No, I th- it was just dark humor. No, but it was like I don't know. I don't feel like I feel like it went to a whole different realm after yeah. like. I mean, the to, genre definitely changed. Like, yeah, yeah, it changes. But I, like, I feel I like even went, the film like it, like actually got darker. Yeah, like, well, most more, more of it more of it happens at night for sure because he right. goes to the night class. But yeah, no, yeah, I mean, it gets more. I mean, it's never really like uplifting or anything. It gets, I guess, you could say, it gets more depressing. But he also kind of comes into he you know definitely yeah, his arc great is, arc great yeah, yeah absolutely you know satisfied then yeah yeah jacob watched wild rose i did watch wild i wanted rose. To, i wanted to t- ask you about that because yeah i didn't because uh jacob doesn't know how to update his letterbox <laughs> um kyle i didn't know about this app till you told me about it and you Sweet. didn't you should have told me this when yeah, you, you didn't give me a lesson yeah either, there was so. no tutorial there we was need no to, we need to review the Letterbox commandments on this show. Those commandments, yeah. See, commandments I wasn't aware of any of this. <laughs> Let's Go ahead. Uh, tell them about the untapped uh, commandments. Yeah. Uh, no, this is okay. So this is from. It film happens Junk. once you get above five hundred. If anybody out there is listening and wants to 
what's the another great movie podcast film junk always recommend it to people anyway this is frank's letterbox commitments okay 10 of them number one opinion is the lord thy god so opinion is is it's your opinion man right that's just like your opinion man number two thou shalt not log tv letterbox is for movies agreed letterbox has tv shows on there though thou yeah, shalt not log tv thou shalt not create gimmick accounts accounts for creating either stupid lists or faulty reviews something like that thou shalt not thou shalt log within 24 hours of viewing so you have yeah. to log within 24 hours of viewing jacob Frank that one's for does you. not always follow that that one's for you i don't want to hear yes. that crap yes he breaks his own commandments but <laughs> frank you that's why you need to come you bastard. here and beg for forgiveness all right honor the star rating that sounds it is what it is honor the star rating thou shalt not make boring lists public so no boring lists public remember the like and use it wisely so in letterboxd has a heart oh i just liked it as well as the star to do that <laughs> It just says use it wisely, whatever that means. Well, I it gives you see, recommendations. Maybe and shit, I'm it? gonna use it as like a heavy. So like if I get like a three and a half, I but like it. Boom, yeah. that's a heavy three and a half. If okay. I don't like it, it's just a straight three and a half. It's a good, use. It's a good use. That's how I'm gonna. Use. What about a light? What, what about light ratings? Any yeah. light three and a halfs? I'll just speak on that. Okay. It's still, if it's three and no a half or it's that, a yeah. light three and a half, still three and a half. It could be a heavy. I'm three not gonna half. like it. A regular three and a half. But I like a heavy three and a half. <laughs> this one's for you, Josh. Thou shalt log the date on which the majority of the film is used. Which basically says, for people like you that can't watch a movie in one sitting, whatever Busy. day you majority, you watch the majority of the film is the day that you log it. Oh, yeah. I would never log it. before. That's, that's like saying you would watch the last five minutes and log it. Exactly. Thou shalt log a film as a rewatch regardless of prior memory. Okay. Yeah. Thou shalt always use spoiler tags when appropriate. Sounds pretty obvious. Oh, yeah, duh. All right, so now we have the letterbox commandments. So start using your letterbox correctly, so that way when you watch Wild Rose... Yeah, I'd rather not. And we could have talked about it on the show, I would know. Anyway. Well, so now you can speak on it. So did you like that end scene of the movie <laughs> when... I don't care. You need to watch it. It was it was, it was, it was a around. solid solid movie. Like I said, feel good, solid, well done, feel good yeah. movie. Matt, I mean, which also another podcast. Matt Cerebros loved mm-hmm. Wild Rose. Turn up. I wouldn't say I loved it, but I'd it was definitely good. Those are my top ten. The I only mean, thing I, I kind of hated, and I'll try it. Let's see if I can like hint it. Is like she had the dream. Oh she yeah. Got means for the dream. And then it was something. She happened. had the dream, but really, yeah. yeah. You see what I mean? And that kind of, I'm like, really? I don't know. But I think the if, fact that she did it, I get her way I was get better. it. I just thought the ending was the worst part of the movie. To me. Ooh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> divisive. No, that means I, that we say arc a lot, but that's she. She comes like complete 180 from the beginning of the scene, like way over. Like way opposite of where she started. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, I mean it was solid. And then, like I said, you have to write your own tune or your own music. Yeah, which then, then she does. Which, yeah. Okay, but yeah, super solid. Technically, 
pretty well shot nothing spectacular i wasn't like ooh, that pause that scene that's well beautiful. it's not i did high super high budget either you know nothing but, has to be, like, but it looked it looked good i Soundtrack. mean yeah I mean, if you like country. she was a great singer uh, was that the actress who sang yeah you know that? she was wow. a trained like i said she was oh she's, she's classically, classically trained, trained oh like, okay yeah she could sing she was a singer before she was she an could actor. sing i don't i'm not a big country music fan but for but. a scottish woman to sing that well in yeah, our genre like, as well yeah yeah no it was impressive yeah that's... she was a great actor actress mm-hmm. too yeah did a great job should watch it all right wild rose i'll watch it next time i'll watch it for it's on hulu um, if anyone wants to watch it too yeah i'll watch it for the next show which is going to be two weeks from now by the way oh yeah no super bowl just while podcast. i'm pulling this up yeah super bowl weekend we're not going to record i'll be out of town and um sure we'll be busy so and then we'll be uh, doing a more suds than cinema. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that Sunday. All right. Uh, so I watched Hellboy finally from oh, last gosh. year. It was so funny. <laughs> like, like how hilariously bad, bad. Yeah. He I, sent me that snap and I was like, what the fuck? I've seen like so many reviews and stuff bashing it. But like from the trailer and stuff, I was like, it doesn't look that bad. Like, and I had Marshall a little too, bit. Like, I'm, he's an interesting director. And I had a little bit of. Marshall. And I like. Descent. Oh, I loved. Okay, I loved the descent. descent and was two, awesome. Two, yeah. one and two. I think two might have been a little better than one for but, me personally. But. Yeah, they're both good. But then, like, no, I loved Hellboy one and two. Like, G Del T. Yeah, Del Toro's <laughs> version. So like, I was excited for it, even though I knew it wasn't him. I just like because of those movies, I was a fan of that series. Right. And then I just saw, like. Like the comments and stuff. What like, was the one about watch this? Army like, if you want to torture yourself and stuff. And again, I watched this one. I apparently where I watch like things that aren't that good, but I have to, but I have to waste time anyway. Is on the plane. Plane. So I also watch this on the. Plane. You don't want to watch like a real like a good movie. I don't want to like, waste my real free time with a yeah, bad movie. I'll or just something do like it when I, something that's the worst part of a trip. Yeah. So yeah, it didn't help the trip. It made it feel about two hours longer. Yeah, it was the newest rough. one. You saw it too. Oh yeah, on a oh, plane. Yeah, on a plane. Like way back when. How many are there now? Four or five of them? No, there's only three. Three. There's, there's the one two and two. And then, there oh, was supposed yeah. to be a third one from Guillermo del Toro, but he didn't. And you could do it. Technically, say the Shape of Water might be somewhat related. Sure. <laughs> well, anyway, it is so hilariously bad. So I looked up because I was watching it. And I was like, "Why is this so disjointed? Like this story is like." going everywhere and all these places and i looked it up and it's because it's based on like four different stories from or four different of the comic book storylines so like if they just would have made it maybe on two of them because you kind of there's there's one story that it follows that's like the main through line and then like if it just feels like he's going off on all these side quests like (laughs) like a video game it was so weird yeah it was just so disjointed the cgi was terrible oh my god that there is so bad it was embarrassingly bad and he and his character design looks so bad too like i mean the ron perlman one it kind of looks like ron perlman which is it's a little bit weird but just his character design is way better in in guillermo del toro's like yeah it looks so bad everything looked terrible and yeah i would don't ever watch it i gave it a one yep i was just i just saw that <laughs> so it was oh so my god bad. david harbour is yeah hellboy the wow. thing is like it's even bad in the way yeah, that's that when he got jacked to do that is that his actual body yeah 
He dude's huge. Like in real life, he's a big guy. He just got fat for Stranger Things. No, he that lost was before for that. Hellboy. Yeah. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah he that's lost how he got that. the role. I think was from yeah. obviously Stranger Things. And then what? Which he's is in a new. What is he in? That's uh, David Harbor. Uh, he's in something. The new, new superhero movie. Um, oh shit! Black yeah. Widow. Yeah, he's gonna be the dad. dad. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's all from the trailer. We I watched think, the trailer. They showed the trailer. He's pretty much a Stranger Things actor. <laughs> guess what? Guess what? What? We're in that trailer show. What movie were we seeing? Oh, the worst fucking movie. Star Wars, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Got to pump their own material up. Oh my god! Yeah. Bad. All right. Well, that's Hellboy. Did it, Did you guys see anything else? I got one more thing. No. No. Nope. No. I already said. Nope. Yeah. All right. Well, I watched the souvenir. Yeah, I saw that you liked Ooh, it. Ooh, he didn't add it on his thing, though, did he? Yeah, he did. I, oh, I just added it because I watched it today. Oh. Um, yeah, so we didn't talk about it too much because we hadn't seen it. So we'll try to keep... It's really not much to spoil, but... I mean, you could talk very generally about it. Did you? You haven't watched it yet? He hasn't seen it yet. But... I mean... It was good. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was it You was wish you would have saw it before your top ten? No, you think it could have cracked the top ten? I don't think so. No, but you could. You would have been. It would have been right at the. It would have been close. Honor- for sure, honorable. Mention. I think. I think. I probably. I still think. I probably would have put this, the art of self defense on before I put. Oh really? On. The souvenir. So okay, like I don't know. I don't know why you like it so much because it's not your movie at all. Uh, neither was Wild Rose though, right? So. Neither was Wild Rose or Mare's Story. That's why you rate it even higher, right? Because like when something you like enjoy when it's out I guess of so, your yeah. comfort zone. I mean, like I love art house yeah. cinema and stuff, but this is like super like some scene like it is slow, which is totally fine. Yep. Pacing is slow. I don't care. A lot of it is just character moments, and the problem is I don't know how autobiographical it is. So this is supposed to be Joanna Hogg. That's supposed to be like her. Yeah, her oh, daughter. Really? Her daughter is playing. No, or no, not that's Tilda Swinton's daughter. Or, Til- oh, Tilda Swinton's daughter. Yeah, yeah, her daughter is the main character. It's and Tilda Swinton is her mom yep. in the movie. But anyway, yeah, Joanna Hogg was the director, and this the character is supposed to be about. This movie is supposed to be about her. Her character is herself, but I don't know how true to life it is. So, what I'm saying is that some things were like, I don't know how how much she wanted to include or. Some things seemed unimportant. Maybe it could have been tightened up a little bit. Yeah, you know. Oh yeah, if if there taken was... out like I like the I like including like the random scenes of of her in film school of shooting a scene or something like that or or just doing something that shows like you know now she's going back to film school and doing these things. But some things there was just like you know pretty pointless. Yeah, but I think like I said when I was doing the top ten, I thought it was. The conversation where they were stuttering at points—it just honestly. Felt I love like all the dialogue and the how dialogue it's just felt yeah. supernatural between all of them. Yeah, and that was like that was my favorite part. Yeah, and when they go like yeah, they go to like wait anytime that they're with their parents or whatever, they're making like that awkward small talk. Yeah, that like I don't it know. It just felt like it honestly felt like honor. I I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's honors. Swing. Oh, honorsman. Yeah, and Tilda were actually like somewhat just talking to each other yeah which obviously helps that they're mother Mother and daughter daughter, in real life um but then the other thing is like yeah it would really be unbelievable if it wasn't autobiographical 
Yeah, it's because a, yeah, memoir yeah. in a film is what they call it. Yeah, the 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 story between the main two characters, the the girl and the guy, is like there's just so many times where you would just question what's happening or like. I mean, it's probably embellished a little bit. Yeah, but sometimes it just really is like that. Like, who knows what past relationships she's been through, and yeah, it could have been a combination of some people. Yeah. Or like not just that, but I'm saying like why she wouldn't leave him, you know? Maybe right. she, some kind of desperation or something like that, where, you know, she wants to, she has to cling to him so bad because it doesn't seem like they don't build up their relationship like they're like that she would uh, need, yeah, like or need. like want to be with him so right. badly, you know? Like he doesn't do anything to make her to really like right. get them to fall in love other than just being around each other yeah absolutely. so that's what i'm saying is like the fact that it's autobiographical helps i think a little bit because that's so i didn't even know it was them so seems so i still like it i gotta watch it again now that i i didn't even realize that i didn't yeah. read any premise i'll watch we, it we could rewatch it maybe i'll watch before it part two comes out maybe i'll watch it tomorrow part two's coming out this year really yeah, yeah. we can watch it before already I think it was probably done back to back because oh. it says part two coming twenty twenty at the oh, end of this movie. Okay, okay. Yeah. So they All went right. in with two. They yeah. went in with two stories in mind. Then I'll I'll watch it tomorrow. Then yeah. finally add it to my diary. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's it though. I think I ended up with a, f- a four. Yeah, I just saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Four. That's a just good film. Yeah. I think I gave it a four too. Yeah. Or four and a half maybe. All right. So, like we said, no recording next week. So, it's going to be two weeks from now, which means we're going to have a lot of stuff to talk about. Let's talk about things coming up in theaters. Give me two seconds here. Uh, Beanpole. It's coming out 29th. Yay. That's been on my list for a while. That's Tilda Swinton, right? Yeah. yeah. Yep, Tilda Swinton. So, we got uh, Beanpole, January 29th. I know we all want to see that. Uh, Gretel and Hansel is January 31st. I want to see, see that. Did you see the trailer for that? It, yeah, looks, it looks like it's filmed surprisingly yeah. like really well. No, I instil- as soon as I saw it, I was telling yeah. Emma, I was like, this, this I can already potential. tell it's going to be. Yeah, just by the trailer, it has potential, potential yeah. but I have no idea what to expect. Um, other major releases, that's it for really for The them. Turning is coming out. I don't even see that on here. Yeah, January, it's coming it out, just like came out soon. Oh, it's already oh, it out then. No, it just came out. Yeah. This is coming I have no soon. idea what it's been like it's already talked out about then. or anything yet, but um, it just was coming out. So that's it for that weekend. And then Wolf. after that, we have Wolf. Birds Ugh. of Prey and The Lodge. Hey, that's on my list. The, the Lodge? The Lodge. It's. I'm pretty sure it's a horror movie. So you know, I love. Yeah, I'm a sucker for him. Yeah, so it makes my list. It's getting uh, <laughs> it's some, a horror movie. It's it makes my getting list. some decent, getting some love. decent reviews. Yeah. Um, well, what do we want to say for a featured review? Let's do Beanpole. Is that going to be in? Is that going to be yeah? Wide is release? that going to be in Jackson? Right. Or wide release, or it probably will be in Lansing. Well, yeah. Oh yeah, it. that's right. The director of The Lodge did Good Night, Mommy. Oh yeah, I oh, definitely. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a good movie. So that's why I was excited for it. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think we'll, oh, we'll probably see that. Uh, no let's way. just say, let's just say for now, Gretel and Hansel and yes. Birds of Prey. All right. For next show. Yeah. For featured, if we see more, we'll add. We'll 
try to update the Facebook. I'm gonna try and catch. Hopefully, like the Grudge and stuff comes to streaming so I can watch it. Yeah, I know. We'll say those two for sure, and then we'll just uh, we'll we'll keep a running tally of everything that we're seeing and talk about it next week. Cool. Or two weeks, I should say. Super. All right, that's it. That's it for this week's show. Thanks for listening. And cheers. With the toddlers of your thumb, just know that we come from the bottom of the slum and we're hungry. Means we're coming for the crumbs. And we're like a tax man, cause we're coming for your thumb. Boxes of bush. All birds, no dust. Boxes and boxes and boxes. With the toddlers of your thumb.